The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. In your life, it looks like you are disadvantaged, but ain't no such thing as disadvantage with the people of the blessing. There is no disadvantage. Stop looking at your color. Stop looking at your background. Stop looking at the school you didn't go to. Stop looking at what people are recommending about you. Your recommendation comes from God. It's in this paper right here. If he recommends you for a job, you don't need to know nobody at City Hall. Hello, this is Bill Winson, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We have a delightful program for you today. We're teaching on commanding the blessing. Now, this blessing is a very powerful thing that God has placed on humanity. Really, it's a kind of thing that you can go into a neighborhood that's all torn up, and that blessing can fix it up. I mean, make it like the Garden of Eden. Now, I know you wonder how you're going to do this. Well, that's why you tuned in. Praise God. Now, let me give you a couple of things that we're going to talk about during this teaching today. God will provide proficiency for you to do anything. Anything that He called you to, He'll prepare you for. In other words, He'll give you enough proficiency or skill to be able to do that. And again, I mentioned David, as he's coming to the front line, he's just a shepherd boy, 17 years old. But he comes up there and he offers to fight Goliath. And Saul says something to him. He said, you can't beat this guy. He's the biggest guy on earth. And he had been trained in war from his youth. Well, God said through David, he prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. What is that table? That table of proficiency, that table of knowledge, of wisdom, of skill, things you need to have. God will prepare. When he called you to something, he provides for you for that something. Praise God. The second thing is that what, to operate in this really well, you have to have a superiority consciousness. Now, we're not saying look down on anybody, but you have to understand that, wait a minute, you've been called to be the head, not the tail. You've been called to be the lender, not the borrower. You've been called to be above only. So anytime this blessing gets hold of your life and you embrace it, it'll take you to the top. That's why it'll promote you. Third thing, we're in Christ. He's the head and we're the body. Now this blessing flows from the head and it flows down to the body. I want to read you a scripture. This is found in Psalm 133 verses 1 through 3. Here's what he says. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garment, as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descendeth upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Now, what are we saying? We're saying that God is commanding the blessing on places that have been unified and that are anointed, meaning that you and I, um, in this particular case in the book, Aaron was anointed by Moses, and that anointing oil went down his beard and down on his garment. Well, that's in the New Testament is Christ, who is our high priest, and he's anointed by the Father, and that anointing went from the head down to the body. 
Well, who's the body of Christ? It's us, you and me. We call the call Christians. So little Christ are anointed. Now there, the Lord commanded the blessing. Glory to God. And you know, when God commands things, they move. He commanded some birds, they fed the prophet. <laughs> he commanded a widow woman to take care of him. She had one meal left, but she took care of him. I'm saying you're in for a good time with the blessing when that blessing gets to be commanded on you. So God is commanding the blessing in these last days. Some needs of yours are going to be met supernaturally and you just watch, you'll be able to give God all the praise for it. Let's go into it. Get your Bibles and pencils and papers ready. It's called Commanding the Blessing. The blessing comes on your life when you get born again. But the blessing that comes on your life when you get born again cannot be turned back. It cannot be rescinded. It cannot be taken back. Now, all that we saw when we looked over here in Genesis, and Genesis, glory to God, and Genesis chapter 25 and verse 5, we saw Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. That means he passed on the blessing. But now Isaac now has got to pass it on to Jacob. And it says in verse 29, and Jacob sought pottage uh, and Esau came from the field and was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with the same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name, uh, uh, pardon me, for his name called Edom. And Jacob said, sell me this day the, thy birthright. So you're the firstborn, Esau, sell me your birthright, that, that, that blessing. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point of death, uh, to, about to die. And what profit shall this birthright be to me? And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he swore to him and he sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau uh, uh, bread and pottage and lentils. And he did set and drink and rose up and went his way. And Esau did what? He despised the blessing. In other words, he didn't value it. Well, God bless you, brother. Hey, praise God. God bless you. Hey. Okay, but do you value the blessing? Because if you don't value the blessing there, you won't value it on you. And so what happened now is, of course, his mother said, wait a minute, I heard that, you know, that, that your father's about to bless the firstborn, so why don't you sneak in there and do this? So that is exactly what he did. And look what he did in Genesis chapter 27 now and verse, uh, come on down and verse 27. And he came near and kissed him and he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, see the smell of my son is the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Verse 28, therefore God give thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine and let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord of thy brethren and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that curse you and blessed be everyone that bless you. He goes out. Once he blesses him, notice he didn't have a lawyer there. Notice he didn't have any kind of scribe there or secretary a court reporter. Notice he didn't have any kind of witnesses there. The only thing he had there was him and Jacob. And notice what he did. He passed it on to him. Now, how did he pass it on to him? By what? By faith. Say faith. faith. 
Say faith. Now faith, faith is the substance of things what? Hope for the evidence of things what? Not seen. Now, what am I saying to you? I'm saying that this book says that Christ has redeemed you from the curse, being made a curse for you, for curses everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham shall come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. How? Through faith. So how are you going to have to receive it? Through faith. And look at verse 29 in that same chapter. And if you belong to Christ, then are you whose seed? Abraham's seed and what? Heirs according to the promise. So what God promised Abraham, he is also promising you. Say amen to that. Now, so if that be me and I got the blessing on my life, why don't I start acting like it? Why isn't the blessing kicking in? Why isn't the blessing manifesting in my life? Well, that's why you got to go back to a man named uh, Joseph. Now, before I get there, let's go to it. Praise God. But let's go to Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1, just before we go to Joseph. Look at God speaking now to Abraham. Now, the Lord had said to Abraham, get thee out of thy country, come on, from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I'm going to show you. Let me put it in my own words. Get off from around home girl and homeboy and stop borrowing money from your mama and stop, come on, come on, I'm going to help you now. I'm going to help you. See, he is saying, he is saying, wait a minute. You've got to, if you want this blessing to kick in, you've got to see God as your only source. You, you've got to stop looking to people for a handout and begging somebody to do something for you. Say amen. And notice what God said next in verse two. He said, and I will make thee a great nation and I will bless you and I'll make your name what? Great. And thou shalt be a what? Blessing. Stop right there. And I will bless you. 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 Now, if he's saying it to Abraham, he's saying it to you. You don't need any court reporter. You don't need any, any scribe, no lawyer. The only, you don't need Bill Winston. All you need to know is, is this in the word of God? Is this in the word of God? Cause if it's in the word of God, everything in my life from this day should shift. Everything that I'm struggling with, my struggle should be over. Say amen to this. Now, he said in verse 3, he said, I will bless them that bless you. I'm going to curse them that curse you. And in thee, all families of the earth shall be what? Blessed. So I'm not done just being blessed. I'm not done till I become a blessing to other people. Say amen to that. All right. So if I go back now and go all the way down to Genesis chapter 31. Now, this is when Jacob's got the blessing on him. Now, notice what he's got. He's working for Laban but Laban is swindling him, cheating him out of everything he's got. Now that's not supposed to happen to a blessed person, but in what's happening is Jacob is not putting any pressure on the blessing. He is not walking according to the blessing. He's still trying to bank on the system, trying to take care of him. But pretty soon he came to Laban. Laban said, now, wait a minute. I know we've had some problems. Matter of fact, I have cheated you out of your wages 10 times. But I'm going to do you a favor. What do you want? What do you want me to pay you? Here's what he told him. Don't pay me a thing. 
He said, what does, does the cattle and livestock that'll produce potted speckle and stripe, that'll be mine. Everything else will be yours. Here's what Laban said, I got this fool now. And what happened? He didn't know the blessing was about to kick in. So I'm saying, in your life, it looks like you are disadvantaged, but ain't no such thing as disadvantage with the people of the blessing. There is no disadvantage. Stop looking at your color. Stop looking at your background. Stop looking at the school you didn't go to. Stop looking at what people are recommending about you. Your recommendation comes from God. It's in this paper right here. If he recommends you for a job, you don't need to know nobody at City Hall. So what am I saying? Next thing you know, here he was and he took everything. Look what he says in Genesis in chapter 31. It says in verse one, and he heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's and was of our father's has he gotten all this glory, all this wealth, one of the translations say. So I'm telling you right now that the wealth came with because of this, 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 this blessing that was on his life. So look what it says. I'm not going to read those others. Let's go all the way, fast forward, all the way over to Genesis chapter 37. Because now we got the blessing, and this blessing is about to kick in again. But it's about to kick in on a man's life named Joseph. Say Joseph. Joseph. Now, Joseph is kind of a type of Jesus, if you will. So notice what happened. First, Joseph had some dreams. It says here in verse five, and Joseph dreamed a dream. Look at verse nine, and Joseph dreamed yet another dream. Now this is the blessing working in his life. Now he told it to his brethren. And when he told the dream to his brethren, his brethren got envious. So envious, they decided they're gonna kill him, but they couldn't kill him because you can't kill a man who's walking in the blessing. Now, y'all got, do you believe your preacher? You, you, and so what happened is now uh, this, uh, they threw him in a pit. Now, along come some Ishmaelites. Look what it says in Genesis 37 and verse 28. And there passed by Midianite merchantmen. And they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ish, uh, Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph to Egypt. Now notice what happened. They, merchantmen came. They drew him up out of the pit. Now understand, they threw him in this pit and it was hot as blazes out there in that desert. And the fact of the thing is, watch this, there was no water. Now your body can go for 40 days without food. But try to make it go three days, four days, five days, six days without water. Say amen to this. And, and I'm just saying here was Joseph in a pit. They were going to leave him there. But here comes a caravan showing up. Watch this. Right at the right time. Now I'm here to tell you that this blessing is working on Joseph and it's working 24-7. So this blessing knew that they were going to throw him in a pit. So it started the caravan a month ago that happened to pass by that way at that time. I'm saying God knows everything the devil's about to do to you. And he started things working long before you got in trouble. But 
it looks like things are bad for you, but if you just hold on and don't get mad, don't get angry, don't get bitter, stop talking negative, watch the curse turn to the blessing. And I'm saying it'll happen to you every time. So now this group is under God's direction and God is coordinating this caravan travel and they coordinated them down and now they lifted Joseph out, paid some money for him and now they took him all the way down to Egypt. Now they took him down there and sold him to a wealthy, influential man who was an Egyptian in the, and a captain in Pharaoh's army. So they sold him to him. So here is Joseph working for a man named Potiphar. And look what it says in verse 1. In Genesis chapter 39 in verse 1. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with who? Joseph. And he was who? a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So what this tells you is prosperity that God has planned for you had nothing to do with your salary. And I'm here to tell you right now, God will prosper you if they ain't paying you a dime because that's the power of the blessing. Say amen to that. And it says, verse 3, and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight and served him. And he made him overseer over his house and over all that he had, he put under Joseph's hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer over his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake and the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. Now, what am I telling you now? I'm saying wherever you work, they're going to be blessed. And in this time, they understood the blessing and those Egyptians knew what that blessing looked like. So during Joseph's generation, this Egyptian say, that blessing is on this man right here. Now I'm going to put everything I have into his hand. Now the revelation of that is the fact that notice when he put everything under Joseph's hand, he didn't know what was coming in, what was going out. He just trusted Joseph with it and Joseph took care all of the things that needed to be taken care of in terms of provision. Notice the only thing Potiphar's current concerned about is the plate that was on his table. When is my breakfast, my dinner going to be here? My point to you is God never intended for you to get all caught up in provision and what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to drink, what I'm going to wear, how I'm going to pay these bills. He wants Jesus to take care of that. And you take care of your assignment, the assignment and the thing that God has called you to do. Say amen to that. So now what has happened is now Joseph is endued with this power for success. And notice here comes Mrs. Potiphar. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mrs. Potiphar coming. Well, what will sin do? Sin will dial down the blessing. Sin will dial down the blessing. Sin will make it so even though the blessing is on you, it won't function like it should. The Bible 
Bible says, if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father. You can confess your sin. God is faithful and just to what? Forgive you your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness and you can rise up again. So notice, they threw Joseph in jail and the Bible says in Genesis chapter 39 and verse 21 and 22, and Joseph now got favor in jail and Joseph took over the prison that the jailer made Joseph the warden of the jail. And notice now he's down there for life that there was no hope in getting back because you just unoffended a sister Potiphar and she didn't told a lie on you and now you're in jail. But the blessing is working because Joseph is not down there talking about that Potiphar, that heifer, she got me down here in jail. Now, I'm, listen, you don't need to call no names. All you need to do is call his name, the name of Jesus. It's above every name. Well, you see what this is like. This is like a type of Christ that he paid your sins in mind, that he was didn't sin not once, but he took your sin. He was falsely accused. He was buried and lived in that tomb and down in that grave. And when he was down in there, he had to suffer for your price and my price. But I'm telling you, on the third day, God saw that the sin and penalty for sin had been paid and he said, get him up, praise God. So I'm here to tell you right now that here is Joseph and notice what happened, that Joseph uh, was called to Potiphar, why, uh, uh, Pharaoh. Why was he called a Pharaoh? Because Joseph, uh, Pharaoh had a dream. Pharaoh had a dream. Now who do you think gave him the dream? God. The Bible says God is head over the heathen. That means he can command people to bring money to your house. That means, come on, you got to go with me now. He can command people to give you stuff. He can command somebody to come to work for you who never intended to work for you on your staff. He can open up doors for you. He can cause increase to come to you. I'm talking about heathen will give you stuff and they can't stand you and don't like your praise. But I'm here to tell you, just lift up the blessing and the blessing will lift you up. So what am I saying? I'm saying, look what happened to Joseph. Joseph kept meditating the blessing. He kept the blessing before him. When he went to bed at night, thought about the blessing. When he got up in the morning, thought about the blessing. Now, what has God promised? He said that not only will he command a blessing on you, but he said he's going to make you the head. I said he's going to make you the head. And so notice what happened. No matter what environment you went to, he went to Potiphar, he became the head. Come on. He went to jail, he became the head. Come on. Now he's talking about going up to Pharaoh. And because he told Pharaoh what the dream was, then Pharaoh put him in office in the government and Joseph became the head over everybody that was down there. Say amen to that. So I'm just saying to you right now that God has a big plan for your life. And here's what it says in Matthew. 
Matthew chapter 13 and verse 31. He said this, and this is a type of Christ, and this is a type of your life. Another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed when a man took it and sowed in his field. Watch this. And indeed, it was the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herb and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge under the branches thereof. What am I talking about? Notice, Joseph was taken down there in obscurity. In other words, nobody knew him and nobody cared. He was the least among everything that was down in Egypt. But notice, when the blessing is on his life, God began to give supernatural increase. I said increase in wisdom. He had never meant to, went to manch, ranch management school, yet he knew how to handle cattle and sell and buy sheep. Come on now. He had never expelled talking about some things you don't even have proficiency for that the blessing gonna step in and give you the proficiency that you need. And notice he said what he did is planting him in Egypt. Why? What does this scripture say here? It says that God deliberately plants the righteous among the wicked. Glory to God. It's not only that you're going to let your light so shine in the midst of them, but you're about to transfer whatever is in there that belongs to the kingdom of God. Say amen to that. So I'm saying to you right now that it may look like you're going through something, but now that you got the knowledge of the blessing and you just give God praise for the blessing that is on your life, whatever you're doing and it's causing now look like you're at a disadvantage, just hold on to the blessing because right now as I speak, it is starting to change. I said it's going to change to your favor. Come on. It may look like you broke like right now, but start giving praise to God because now the blessing is about to kick in. Come on. It might look like your marriage is in trouble right now, but start giving God the praise because whatever's missing, the blessing is going to supply. I'm saying this is your season. This is your year and resurrection is coming to your life. Increase your confidence in the blessing to manifest all the promises of God for your life in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, Commanding the Blessing. To order your copy of this life-changing message on CD or MP3 on DVD or MP4, contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Get your copy of Commanding the Blessing today. Who would have known that the little boy who thought he was Superman would grow up to be called by God to be a Superman of faith, affecting the lives of so many for Christ? God knew. God had a great plan for Dr. Winston, and he has a great plan for every person's life. We here at Bill Winston Ministries are committed to helping people fulfill their highest calling in Christ and become the supermen and women God has called them to be. Whether it's through Dr. Winston preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations, during which tens of thousands of souls have been saved and lives transformed, or through our partnership with Joseph Business Schools, helping plant 13 schools in nine countries which are committed to eradicating generational poverty. During our free economic empowerment tour, equipping individuals with tools to bring about economic growth in their lives and in their communities. 
or on the Believer's Walk of Faith daily radio and television broadcast, igniting the faith of millions in over 200 countries. Everything we do is because of our love for God and our love for people. The love of God can be so strong in you that you don't even think about fearing nothing. You want to get the job done. You want to get these people out of this poverty, out of this jail, out of this drug, off of the street. Join us in partnership as we continue to spread the love of Christ throughout the world. We are calling on additional partners to help us win even more souls and empower even more believers to reach their destiny. Becoming a partner is easy. Sign up today at billwinston.org forward slash partner or call 1-800-711-9327. Together, we can make an even greater impact on the world for Christ. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.